Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN2. All of our great ESPN stations across the country. Of course, Sirius XM Channel 80 and the ESPN app. Well, yesterday was an eventful day around here. <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers showed up to McAfee and uh, said a couple of things, to say the least. The play, the uh, play-in. Wow, the in-season tournament is now set in the NBA. As you have the Lakers and the Pelicans. As well as the Bucks and the Pacers. And the Yankees and Red Sox obviously made a trade last night. Because that now happens Good morning, everybody. How Good are you? morning. I'm just surprised by the pettiness of our board of Javante Lawrence coming in <laughs> with its going down for real. Oh, and yeah. as a Detroit Lions fan, a, a franchise that's been in futility for decades on end, you would think that he would empathize with what's going on with the Jets. But no, no. He's going to go ahead and add some spice on top of what's already going Aaron on. Aaron Rodgers, can't stand that guy. Uh, yeah, come on. The Packers made Javante's life miserable for many years. That's and Aaron Rodgers was the person who was doing it. So, of course, he's happy to watch this all go up in flames. Right, Javante? Yes. Best time <laughs> no, ever. Wow. Yes, sir. You said it all, Javante. You said it all. Let's review. What did Javante say? Yes. Yes. That's all he had to say. So, I really said Aaron Rodgers, Kane. <laughs> Okay, now you said more. All right, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers yesterday was on with McAfee, and we know about all the reporting that, I got to be honest, I believe to personally to be a 1,000% true from Diana Rossini at The Athletic. There's no reason to think it's not true based on how credible and um, great she's been over the course of her career. So she puts it out there that sources are telling her and multiple reports that Zach Wilson may not want to play for the Jets as their starting quarterback. That obviously becomes a huge topic of conversation. Hopefully you heard our discussion yesterday about that. If not, go back on the ESPN app, listen to the podcast. And Aaron Rodgers responded to all of these reports yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. I think that uh, that if, if that's journalism now, if you're going to use sources and whoever that, I want to say the F word now, whoever that person is that that thinks it's okay, number one, to talk to anybody like that. I don't understand what you get out of that, number one. But number two, um, what do you? What is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? Um, and that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from and put a stop to it privately uh, because... There's no place in a, in a winning culture where, and there's been, this is not the only time. There's been a bunch of other leaks. Big that, city, that a lot of out. reporters. I get it. A lot of friends. I get it. They're not your friends. No, yeah. They're not your friends. Yeah, what? friends. They're not your friends. Even if they are, like, is that really what you want to be about? You want to be about using someone in the media yes. to leak stuff to uh, in order for what? To get them to put your name out there for a job or if you're a player to get you a write-up something? I think it's chicken um, at its core, and and uh, you know, I think it has no place in in a winning organization to be to be a source on, especially not if you're going to assassinate somebody's character, and, and especially not when it's someone that I really love and care about, like Zach Wilson. 
Isn't that a bit ironic that he's saying that, talking to our own Pat McAfee yeah. on a media outlet? <laughs> now, yes, he's putting his face and his name to it, but you're using the media to get your rhetoric and your messaging about your point of view out there. He's also using the media to get paid, too, because he ain't doing this out of the kindness <laughs> of his heart. He's getting chipped off to, in order to do these interviews, these one-offs. and I, Well, not even the one-offs, the one-week, uh, the weekly yeah. interviews. So I, I guess the whole point of it all is, Aaron Rodgers has a real problem with what's going on in the building right now, and he asked the question about what's there to be gained, and it's really a simple answer. Everybody in Florham Park right now is playing the CYA game. Everybody is trying to point the finger at somebody else to blame for the dumpster fire that this team is in the 2023 season. One player should not make a team fall apart in the way that we're seeing it right now with the New York Jets. Think about this. Everybody talks about the starting quarterback getting hurt. Most teams don't have a chance. Well, right now today, if the playoffs were to start, there would be four teams that are on backup quarterbacks that would be in the postseason. So so losing your starting quarterback, even a guy that's going to wear a gold jacket some point in the near future, that's not an excuse for being as bad as you are. And you've lost five straight games. Let me tell you something. If you lose a month, you know, an entire month of football, everybody is polishing up their resumes because people understand what's coming next. If this franchise loses out, if you're talking about losing the remaining five games on your schedule and being on a 10-game losing streak going into the offseason, there is no way, if you're Woody Johnston, you can justify running it back in 2024 with the same GM, with the same head coach, with the same quarterback. So Diana Rossini, of course, of The Athletic, she's the one that reported this. Rodgers said what he said. She goes on with Michael Kay, 98.7 in New York, and responds to Rodgers with this. He's mad at the Jets right now that something like this that can make a player look bad would even be given to reporters. And that reflects the state of the team. And I think right now everyone's trying their best to try to figure out, was it a player? Was it a coach? Was it a trainer? Was it somebody that works in security? I can just tell you that it was multiple people that are very aware, because the entire building has been aware of this for over a week now, that Zach Wilson has had reluctance to wanting to go back in there. He's expressed it openly. And from his side of it, maybe he has a right to stand up for himself because of the fear of being injured. He knows he's not going to be with the New York Jets once he was benched. And I understand from his perspective of why he was perhaps contemplating going back in there. But then, of course, you have that other side. You know, the Jets wanted Aaron Rodgers to talk to him, coach him up a little bit because they need him. In their opinion, Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in that building at this moment, and they want to put him back in there. So my reaction to all of this is with a question. Have we talked a lot about drama with the Green Bay Packers this year? No. What he did yesterday made matters worse, not better. He did not actually help the situation. I'm sorry. There are some people in sports, and I'm sure he'll blame us in the media, he being Rodgers, that bring drama to a circumstance. And what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday, going after his own organization, and I interpreted it this way, not everybody did, but I personally did, that maybe he went after the reporting a little bit of Diana Rossini, who he's gone after before. He's gone after Adam Schefter before. And I understand he feels... Like, I understand he wants to go on McAfee. That's his show. That's great. That's awesome. It's a great coup for McAfee. And Pat has nothing to do with this. But the reality is, I think what he did yesterday made matters worse because he called out the reporting 
and he called out his organization, and he's been a part of this organization with all of the drama this year. He hasn't been healthy. We know that. Not his fault. But if you look at what he's done and the people he's added, the, the situation when CC says they can't continue this way, well, you know why? They may have to because they employ him. Because he may say, you get rid of Hackett, you get rid of me. You get rid of Salah, you get rid of me. He's part of the problem with this, and I think he added fuel to the fire yesterday. I really do. Absolutely, because we're all talking about it. It was the biggest headline yesterday that Aaron Rodgers responded and responded in this way. But if Diana Rossini is hearing from multiple people inside the organization that J- that Zach Wilson is reluctant to go back, that's that's – not sourcing. I mean, it is sourcing in one way, but it's the state of affairs. She's hearing what's going on from multiple people, and she's just relaying that information. And maybe if the dysfunction wasn't so bad behind the scenes, people wouldn't want to let the media know what's going on. I think it's a, a real indictment on the state of the New York Jets. And Aaron Rodgers can be as mad as he wants that people are going to the media to try and express their frustrations in a way or maybe let us in behind the curtain. But it's very difficult for him to sit there and critique that when he is coming on a huge platform every week to talk about the state of the team. It's very hard to say you can't do something or I'm disappointed in you doing something when you're doing the same thing, even if it's not as critical. And and Travis Kelsey said it, and I saw our very own Chris Carlin noon until 3, Carlin versus Joe here on ESPN Radio, repeat it yesterday on Twitter. Tuesdays really are his game days. I mean, (laughs) Carlin said, Travis Kelsey said it in response to the Mr. Pfizer comment. Not trying to go down that road, trust me. But then Carlin Carlin is right. He's right. I mean, Aaron Rodgers makes news every single Tuesday. He doesn't make news on Sundays. No, he enjoys this. Let's not get it twisted. He loves the attention, but here's the thing he's got to understand. Your team had championship aspirations coming into this season, and they're four and eight. Of course there's some splaining to do. Like, you you got to talk about what's going on. And there are going to be people internally that leak things because everybody is jockeying for position to make sure that their future job security, whether it's with the Jets or someplace else in the National Football League, is straight. Like Everybody is concerned about that right now. Again, it's a very real thing when you lose as much as the Jets are losing this year. Mm-hmm. And the expectations were as high as they were coming into this season. People are going to get fired. People are going to get held accountable. There is no way around that. Now, the question becomes, is Aaron Rodgers okay with some of the decisions that are going to be made? That's not, I, I'm not going to say that's neither here nor there, but I think that this is table stakes when it comes to you know, what happens in the NFL when you lose a month's worth of football games. Now, to the heart of the matter when it comes to Zach Wilson, the one thing I did not hear Aaron Rodgers say in that whole soundbite was that any of what Zach said was any of that what was being reported what Zach said was untrue. He didn't say that. He he wanted to go after, oh, this is not journalism and you're not putting names with the sources. Why 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 should you be trying to character assassinate this guy, whether directly or indirectly? One thing he didn't say is that it wasn't true. Right. He didn't say it wasn't true. So that is an indictment on the sports character of Zach Wilson, but it's also an indictment on the general manager who took him with the second overall pick. And everybody wants to give Joe Douglas these kudos for putting together this really good roster. Joe Douglas had one good draft. That's it. One. All right, he got Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Jermaine Johnson. One good draft. All the other drafts, swing and a miss. Makai Becton, playing better this year. But he didn't play each of the past two years. Swing and a miss. 
Elijah Vera Tucker, he looked like a good player. He was hurt this year. Mm-hmm. Swing and a miss. Zach Wilson, swing and a miss. Like, we giving Joe Douglas a lot of credit, and I don't know that he deserves all of it. Rob Sala, his side of the ball looks good, but he's not a defensive coordinator anymore. He's a head coach. So some uh, a lot of this is on him. So, uh, again, when we start talking about the reason for the leaks, it's because people are trying to play the CYA game. That's what they're doing. They're trying to cover their own end and justify their station with the team and their position and blame other people because somebody's going to get blamed in all of this, and they're trying to make sure that they're not the ones. And the easiest thing to point to is Zach Wilson, the second overall pick from 2021 that the franchise missed on, which put them in a desperate position to get in bed with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I'll add one other thing to what you said. When when the rumors were around about Aaron Rodgers going to a different team when he was on the Packers and getting traded, I never believed he'd come to New York. I never thought New York made sense for him. I didn't think he made sense here and, and New York made sense for him. I, because of what we're seeing right I now, I never understood. Like, he's really going to sign up for that? The beauty of him in Green Bay is it is a smaller market that is all about the Packers, and they believe in the Packers no matter what. Um, unbelievable fans. I still can't believe he's on this team. I still am surprised. And I'm not sure it's the right fit for either party. I really am not. You've been saying, CC all year, I don't see it making sense moving forward. I don't see it making sense now. <laughs> like, I don't see He's not playing, and I don't think it makes sense. You can be a part of Unsportsmanlike Nation on the Dots or Pepper call in line. Call 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The ones fans deserve. You guys can weigh in on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Does it make sense anymore? Is it a long-term fit in your mind? Or could potentially they join one of the top teams in the upcoming draft as needing a quarterback? We will get to that next. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN2. So the Jets are a mess. Caleb Williams is not going to play in the bowl game. 
for USC, but technically has still not said he is entering the NFL draft, which mm. which presents a whole interesting conversation as to whether or not Caleb Williams, now USC stud quarterback, is holding the cards like the future for all of these teams, right, that are atop the draft. But, look, sh- but shouldn't he, though? Well, how much should he? Because, like, it, it's interesting the world we're in in terms of these declarative statements by some of these people and the things that, that people want in sports, right? Like, we have stories now, Shohei Otani, the number one baseball free agent. He has made it clear he doesn't want leaks. He doesn't want anything. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts has started to talk about the meetings, right? And the Dodgers are like, you can't do that. And Shohei Otani has every right to then say, well, I'm not going to go there then. Okay, well, then they're screwed. Caleb Williams, if he's the number one pick in the draft, if he doesn't like a team, may have every right to sit there and say, I'm not going to go there too. He may take the Shohei Otani and provide rules and regulations here. And I really don't blame him. <laughs> how, how many first round, number one overall picks, quarterback number two, how many Justin Fields scenarios do we have? Or Bryce Young currently existing in this turmoil? Or Zach Wilson? He's looking at so many guys who have been drafted into dysfunctional organizations and really volatile situations that do not set them up for success. And if I know that I have all this power because of the money I can make in college – why wouldn't I exercise that and try to navigate where I land to make sure that in my professional career, I'm set up to win? No doubt about it. I mean, why wouldn't you want to make sure that you're comfortable going into the situation where the head coach and the general manager are going to support you properly and accentuate the strengths that you have as a player and as a leader? Because let's face it, wherever he goes, he's going to be responsible for changing the culture and making sure that you have a certain comfortability with the people that are also supposed to work in lockstep with you in doing that matters. That goes a long way. Remember, there's a reason why Archie Manning, father of Eli and Peyton Manning, decided, you know what? I don't want my son going to the San Diego Chargers. I don't want to see him get the career knocked out of him like I had the career knocked out of me in New Orleans. I'm not letting it go down like that. Draft the Chargers, pick him, and then they end up shipping him to the New York Giants, and then they ultimately wind up with Phillip Rivers. And when you look at the two careers, there's a reason why one guy is a surefire Hall of Famer and another guy is borderline. I mean, talent you know, is, is is negligible, but I guess the whole point is think about the situation that they were going into. Think about the organization that they were in. So if you're Caleb Williams, that matters a lot. And the NIL layer to it is what makes it a realistic possibility. It, it, it now becomes a viable option for a player to forego the, the guaranteed contract, the 30 or 40 million on the rookie contract, on the rookie wage scale, to go back to college and get four or five million dollars in NIL and wait until the next draft. So when I guess what both of you are saying, and I think I agree on this, is that when you're at that level of greatness, like ironically, we have two LA related athletes that are in yeah. Otani and Caleb Williams. I just you know just looping Otani in for yeah, a second yeah. here. You have a right to have that ask as long as it's within reason. Otani's ask is, I don't want anybody telling anybody my business. That seems fair. Caleb Williams I want to go where I want to go for the next five, ten years of my life, and this is where I want to go. It seems like a fair ask. Like, none of these are unreasonable asks, but how does it end up this way? Because now you have the draft, and you have Chicago 1, you have New England 2, Arizona 3, Washington 4, Chicago 5, Jets 6, Giants 7. Of those seven, let's go through these. To QB or not to QB, that is the question. All right. Bears? Obvious. Yes. Quarterback. Yes. Pats? Yes. Do you want Mac Jones moving forward, Evan? I don't want Mac Jones moving backwards. <laughs> uh, Arizona. No. That, that one's tricky. No. Okay. Smalls? I. 
a couple weeks ago, I would have said yes, definitively. But with the Kyler Murray of it all now, I think I might say no. Okay. Washington. Yes. Yes, for sure. Bears have again, so they're not going to take two. Here's where it gets juicy. Right now, the Jets are at six. To yes. QB or not to QB? Yes. 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 Without a doubt. Can you, can you look at this situation that you're in right now and think, wow, we don't need a solution at the quarterback position? <laughs> no. <laughs> can you look at the situation no. you're in right now and say, we have our long-term quarterback situation no. figured out? No. Absolutely not. If you do get Aaron Rodgers back and healthy, you maybe get him for a year. Two, if you're crazy lucky, no, you absolutely have to draft a quarterback. But here's the thing. If you do get Aaron Rodgers back for a year and things go well, when are you going to be back at the top of the draft order? Good question. You know what I mean? So it's like if if Aaron Rodgers is back and plays in all 17 regular season games, the likelihood of you being in the top 10, slim to none. So you should take advantage of a lost season, take advantage of your misfortune, and have a silver lining from the 2023 year, which is a top 10 pick in a quarterback-rich draft. It just makes sense. I I can see it now, Jaden Daniels from LSU in a Jets uniform. Like I think he's going to be the third quarterback off the board. That makes a ton of sense if he's available. They should absolutely take think about a quarterback because you can't think you're going to go all in once again with Rodgers and results be significantly different. You got to hedge in this situation. I don't disagree with anything you're saying, but I'd also bet you a dollar that they'll take an offensive lineman. Rodgers is still there. Agreed. He still runs the team. Yeah, he still runs the team, and that's the, that's the. But should he run the team? No, see, question. you know what? As you guys are talking, all I could think about is Patrick Mahomes, and I think about this guy is the biggest star quarterback we have in the league. He's mm-hmm. been the best quarterback since Brady's been gone, and even on the, Brady's last couple of years, maybe he was the best quarterback. There's never drama. There is never drama with Patrick Mahomes. His freaking best player alongside of him is dating Taylor Swift, and there's less drama than Aaron Rodgers not playing, observing people observe Zach Wilson. Think about that. There is never drama. Aaron Rodgers brings so – we're having all these conversations that this conversation leads you guys to, say, guys to saying, hey, Jets need a long-term quarterback because Rodgers creates a total mess everywhere he goes, and he has no ability to understand he's part of the problem. Uh, to, to, uh, to quote Taylor Swift, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. He's part of this. Sorry, seven, Giants. Yes. To QB or not to QB? Yes. yes. Love yeah. Tommy Cutlets, but yes. Yeah, so but there aren't as many QBs, though, that we would take in the top seven. So you, you prop Jaden Daniels up to get, go in that top seven. Is there a fourth quarterback that you would consider taking? Michael Penix Jr., somebody like that in that top seven. If you're saying, hey, four or five, well, you said Bears, Pats, Washington, the Jets, and the Giants are all in the top seven. Five of them need quarterbacks. Do we have five quarterbacks to go in the top seven? Probably not, right? Probably not. But here's Who the thing. Who are you thinking about when thing. you hesitate? I th- I th- well, I'm just sitting there thinking about the 2021 class, and you saw five quarterbacks go in the top 15. Oh, boy. And, and this is a much better class than that class was. So, I mean, is it is it out of the realm of possibility that we could see as many as four go in the top 10 like we did in 2018? No. I think it's absolutely on the board. For sure. And yeah, the fourth so. being Penix, you're saying? Yeah, I think the fourth would be Penix, yeah. I mean, it makes sense with some of these teams, and why would you have faith in some well, of the it's guys? A, it's a quarterback star of league, so we all know that those dudes are going to get pushed up the draft board, right? Sure. And then there's also jockeying, draft day trades, people moving up and down. Maybe the Washington Commanders think that Sam Howell is their guy under new leadership. 
having a different head coach, maybe things change a little bit. Uh, and so there's always that math to it. But I, I, I but they don't have to think that. Here's the thing. What, what, so we talked yesterday about the idea, and people go back on the ESPN app and listen, that you need quarterback depth. Sam Howell makes $10 an hour. You could draft Michael Penix Jr. and keep Sam Howell. Where is he going to go? What is he going to demand to play? No, you, you could you could do that, but I mean the Washington Commanders. I don't think they have that luxury. Like they have so many right. other team needs that, and plus, if you think about how they stripped it down on the defensive side of the ball, I could absolutely see a world where they decide they're in a trade back because there's a team that wants to get up the draft board for a quarterback. They need players, yes. not just one player. Totally. So the message that people need to take from this is that when we look at the top of the draft this year, the top seven as it sits there right now, we may have four quarterbacks in the top seven, including two teams like the New York Jets, who people are not thinking about to be quarterback starved right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the, the, the headline for me is that the Jets have to try to wrangle back some modicum of control of their organization over uh, from Aaron Rodgers. And the way to do that is moving forward – Probably with the new GM, new head coach, and a new quarterback that you're going to draft to be the successor to number eight. 888 say ESPN is your telephone number to join us in the Dr. Pepper call in line. We will discuss teams that could potentially make the playoffs. The Jets are not going to be one of them coming up. But first, CC has this from Granger. Ah, uh, yes, for the ones who get it done. Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. By the way, one other thing on the uh, in-season tournament. At some point, are we going to acknowledge that Bradley Beal doesn't play basketball for the Suns? Yeah. I mean, at some point, thing. that has to be pointed out, that's I think. Thing. And, oh, yeah, what a surprise. Anthony Davis plays well, and the Lakers win. Yeah. But, we needed, but we needed LeBron to play over 40 minutes. 
They're in, good. In his, They're age, good. in his age 39 season. They're good. Any way you cut it, I, I said before the season, you said before the season, the Lakers are good. I think they are good. They got to get better, though. If they're going to win a championship, they got to get better at you the You mean trade doubling deadline. down on D'Angelo Russell, making him the oh focal my point? God. Why do you want to do that, man? Like it's a good day. It's a, it's a good day. You my just team, my team is on its way to Vegas. It's a good day. Why do you try to turn a positive to a negative? You know what I do love? This ain't positive programming. This ain't small segment. <laughs> This is not that right now. You got to wait till the eight o'clock hour <laughs> to okay? turn it into an exactly. It's a positive right now By the in way, LA. Kudos to ESPN and ESPN Radio. A five p.m. Eastern start for a game is a perfect oh, start great. time for it's us. Great. It's awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. We are and, and by the way, NBA smarter than MLB. Why? Because remember, we sat here during the World Series and said, "Why are they putting games up against the NFL? What are they doing?" Thursday night football this week happens to be the Patriots and the Steelers. Maybe not the greatest game of all time. You got a five o'clock game and you got a nine o'clock game. You can watch all of them staggered there. Brilliant by the NBA and ESPN. You, you say you say that like that's the Major League Baseball's choice. I think that's up to their broadcast partners. No. Well, I wouldn't. Put it, I wouldn't put it head to head against the NFL. Just say anyway. Uh, the Texans Radio Network Sports Radio six ten uh, coming back there. You heard the highlights. All right, in or out, and we'll get some calls in coming up as well at eight 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 say ESPN and all the Rogers situation. I'm going to give you guys a team. You tell me in or out for the. Postseason as we sit here today, of course, subject to change. Uh, Jaguars in or out? I'm all in on the Jaguars being back. Like, listen, you're talking about Trevor Lawrence, only a high ankle strain, sprain. Uh, Doug Peterson, their head coach, said that everything is stable. It's not off the board that he might play this weekend against Cleveland. But here's the thing: even if he's not great, the next two weeks, the end of the season, you got the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Titans. They'll cruise their way to double-digit wins. I am in on the Jags being in the playoffs. I'm in as well, especially once we got that news, like CeCe mentioned, that the Trevor Lawrence injury was not as severe as we expected. I think he's going to be back, and I think that the Jaguars are going to make the playoffs. Agreed. Steelers. I'm going to go in on the Steelers. They, they got the unlosable game that is the New England Patriots coming up this week. So we'll see what happens. But I think Mike Tomlin over that following, over the final four games will find a way to get a win. They'll have a winning record. It'll probably be good enough at 9-8 and eight to punch their ticket to the postseason. I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I still just look at them and I'm like, is this a playoff team? It's like from a talent perspective, I want to say no because I still can't believe they're able to win the games. But from a numbers perspective, yeah, I think they're going to get in. I think they finish with a winning record, but not in the playoffs. Browns, in or out? Uh, I'm going to go in with the Cleveland Browns. I just The defense has struggled a little bit, but I like the way the offense looked with Joe Flacco. Now, here's the thing. The Rams were in a must-win situation. Their playoffs had already started. But I do think the Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco at the helm are going to find a way to put together some wins. They got the Chicago Bears down the stretch. Another unlosable game against the New York Jets down the stretch. They'll find a way to get to 9 or 10 wins. I think the Browns make it in the playoffs. Yeah, and the the other games they have, Texans, which will be interesting, and to finish out the season, the Bengals. So they do have a really winnable stretch of games. They're getting in. I think they have enough of a head start to get in, even if they struggle late. Colts. Out. I think the Colts end up finishing out. And here's the thing. I think it'll come down to the Texans and the Colts and that matchup that they have uh, in a few weeks. And I I believe in the Texans more than I believe in the Indianapolis Colts just because I believe in C.J. Stroud more than I believe in Gardner Minshew. This team is legit. They're they're ahead of schedule, but the Texans are going to be in. So then we just – Colts and Texans combined. So you have Texans in, Colts out. Smalls, Colts, and Texans combined there since they're obviously the same division. Texans in, Colts out. Okay. Uh, Broncos. Out. Out. Probably out. (laughs) out. I I want them to be in, but – 
if they finish nine and eight, that's still a win for this season. Bengals in or out? I think they're out. I think they're out, but I like Jake Brown, and I'm in on Jake Brown, and man, I love the confidence. I mean, just feels a little hurt. Just just off of that Monday night performance, don't we have to call him one of the higher end quality backups in the National Football League? For sure. I mean, just think about it. I mean, the guy put the ball in the air 37 times and only touched the ground five times, five incompletions. When you have that kind of volume, it's damn impressive. I think the Bengals are out, but the fact that both of you hesitated is an unbelievable compliment to the Cincinnati Bengals that they lose one a top three, four, five quarterback in the league in Joe Burrow. And we're sitting here saying maybe, possibly, hypothetically, kudos to the Bengals for staying alive. Bills. Out. And it'll become clearer this week when they lose in Kansas City. Smalls? Kansas City's going to be upset. <laughs> They're going to be upset that they lost that game to the Packers, and I think we see um, a reignited version of Kansas City. I agree with that. And well, you've been perfect on every Chiefs pick this year, so you, this one you're saying is a win. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be possessed. He's going to be really upset that they lost that game to the Packers. The, so. That means the Bills would have a losing record through, right, 13 games? It would be 6-7? and seven. Yep. That is unfathomable, considering where we thought this team would be coming into the season. Some would say a fireable offense. Oh, I'd be part of some. Oh. <laughs> I'd be part of some. In or out here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Rick in Brooklyn watching on ESPN2 is in. What's up, Rick? All right, guys. I believe the only field that Zach Wilson should see is Roosevelt Field. Please take your girl shopping and just don't come back. You mentioned <laughs> several positions that, that may or should be fired. See, I think the person that should be fired for the Zach Wilson thing is whoever's job it is to do the the due diligence. Because look at it this way. Zach Wilson comes from a rich family. I don't mean Eli Musk rich, but a well-paid family. He went to BYU. If they lose 49 to 14 to UCLA, does anybody care? Yeah, that's, that, I, I think that's that Rick, I think that is completely, unbelievably unfair to do that. Eli and Peyton came from a rich family. <laughs> right? <laughs> they cared about losing. I mean, give me a break. Bronny James. I'll, I'll bring up Bronny James. Seems like he works his butt off. Just went through a heart issue and is doing everything in his power to play college basketball with no guarantee of any future health or basketball success. And treats it literally like life and death. His family, LeBron is his dad, Savannah is his mom, has billions of dollars. I don't think it's fair to hold the... The wealth, I don't even know if they have wealth, but let's just presumed wealth of Zach Wilson's family against him. That's BS to me. I'm sorry. I, I think that's not fair. That is not fair. Mike in Virginia Beach on 94.1 in Virginia Beach. What's up, Mike? First off, Evan, I got, I got to give you a thumbs down. I swear to God, before the break, I thought I was listening to Stephen A, the way you were getting loud and fast when you are talking. Thank you. But I'm, call, but I'm calling because, Smalls, you're 1,000% wrong. You can't compare a free agent like Otani against a draft, a college draft. You don't have any control. Otani's proven his worth. That knucklehead who's choosing to sit out for a bowl game, he shouldn't be drafted just for that. I hate losers and quitters. I'll take it best off the air. Okay, well, I mean, you can't – the losers and quitters – First of all, it's a trend now in college sports that if you're not in a BCS, not BCS, a college football playoff game, literally the coaches advise you to not play. Yes, do you know Lincoln how many, Riley's advising him? He's not probably to play not letting in him the play. holiday bowl. Yes, yeah. 
And and if we weren't going to draft people that didn't play in their bowl games, there'd be a lot of talented football players that didn't get drafted. Yeah, <laughs> and and ba- the Otani comparison wasn't even small. If there's if it was bad, it's me. But it, I think it's apples to apples in this case. It's star athletes that would have a right to not even make a demand, to have a suggestion of how they want an outcome to be. Otani oh, I, said, think, I think you make a demand. Though. Well, Otani maybe, yeah, sure. Yeah. And well, Taylor. and Taylor Williams. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you make a demand. I, I also think we are in a completely new era of college athletics because not only do these student-athletes now have – unprecedented power they have money money is not the driving force that it once was to get to the nfl of course you're going to make more money if you're a player of a certain caliber and get to the nfl but they have options to make money in college now so they don't feel the need to jump to the nfl if they don't like their scenario if you're a caleb williams you have options now because of the current landscape of college sports that you didn't have a decade ago and, and to your point smalls these guys are looking at themselves as a business earlier and earlier in their athletic careers and when you you start surveying the landscape of NFL teams that could potentially draft you, knowing how some franchises routinely ruin quarterbacks oh, that yeah. they take high. It, it just makes sense because it's not only a decision about the $40 million that you're going to get on your rookie contract, but it's what team sets you up for the big payday, the quarter of a billion dollar contract that we're seeing doled out to guys like Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes. You want to put yourself in a situation where three years from now, you're in line to get that kind of deal. Because these guys are getting 55, 56, 57 million dollars a year. Those are the stakes when it comes to who's taking you at the top of the NFL draft. We are unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Jaguars Radio Network, Trevor Lawrence injury, Monday Night Football against the Cincinnati Bengals. Doug Peterson, their head coach, gave an update yesterday on the former number one overall pick's health. So starting with Trevor, obviously, it's just a right high ankle sprain. Uh, everything's stable. Everything looks good. And, and we'll see where he is here in a couple of days. Is there a legitimate possibility that Trevor could play this week? I'm not going to put that timetable on Trevor. I'm not going to put him in a box like that, but uh, we'll see how he is in a couple of days. Yeah, and this is where I repeat again, over and over again, don't judge a book by its cover. Just because he's got the long hair and looks like sunshine, everybody thinks from from Remember the Titans, like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's pretty Trevor Lawrence, and he's got the long hair. And hair doesn't mean anything. Your look doesn't mean anything, whether or not you're tough. This dude is a tough dude. And the fact that he may play after that this week is unbelievable. He doesn't miss games. I mean, this reminds me of when I played with Eli Manning, and in 2009 he had an ankle injury, and it was on the board whether or not he was going to play that week. 
And the guy taped it up, he spatted it up, and he went out there and played. And it wasn't necessarily about his production, but it was about the quarterback being somebody that everybody in that locker room can rely on, and we rallied around him, and we won the damn game. So I guess the whole point of the matter is for Trevor Lawrence, knowing that his team is in a tight division race with two teams with seven wins, which is one less than the Jags, right on their heels – like, it's important for him to be out there against another AFC opponent. So I, I guess the value proposition is making sure that everybody understands the urgency that they have to approach December football with. And with, with Trevor Lawrence not missing a game because of a high ankle sprain that he had on Monday night, which would be a short week, I think that speaks volumes in terms of sending the right message to the rest of the team about what they need to be about as they move through the stretch run. Yeah, if it, if this injury doesn't require surgery and he's able to go out there in some way, if you're a member of that team, think about the confidence that you have knowing that Trevor Lawrence is out there. Think about the energy that that gives you to want to go out there and play that much harder because this guy's gutting it out. I mean, we saw it with the Bengals earlier in the season with Joe Burrow, who played through the calf. I mean, he literally had his teammates. He had Jamar Chase be like, maybe he should have played. <laughs> maybe he should sit out. But that says something to the team. If you're willing to go out there and gut through an injury like that because you understand the stakes at hand and you want to be out there to contribute. Zach Wilson hates this move by Lawrence. By uh, he does not want Trevor to play on Sunday. Where well, did, didn't we see this with Joe Burrow earlier in the season, though, with the Cats? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's uh, what I'm saying. Did you ever play through an injury because someone else did? In other words, oh, I, I see what Eli's doing. I probably shouldn't go, but if he's doing that, i got to match it. No. <laughs> so no. everything. We, so then it doesn't no. matter with anyone else. In no, this no, 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 no. Listen, every, everybody's situation is different. Everybody's body is different. But I'm just saying the quarterback is a leadership position by nature. Quite naturally, people look to him. And if this guy is gutting through something, then it makes you dig a little bit deeper. It makes you focus a little bit more. It makes you prepare a little more meticulously. Like those are the things that matter when it comes to being able to win in playoff style football. And that's what we get in the NFL in December. It's playoff-style football. The speed of the game ticks up a little bit because teams have more urgency. There's more pressure. And so for T-Law to, to, to potentially put himself out there, knowing that he might not be 100%, again, I think it sends the right message uh, you know, to the rest of the team and to the coaching staff and the organization as a whole. Like, look, guys, we're trying to accomplish something. We're trying to compete at a championship level. This is our time. We have to take advantage of the opportunity. Big time. Now, he may also, well, he's going to be without one of his wide receivers in Christian Kirk, and he may be without one of his offensive linemen, his left tackle, um, Walker Literal, who's got uh, banged up with a hamstring injury. So he's playing through this. And that's the backup to the backup because Cam Robinson is right, the left tackle. Right. Yeah. Former number two overall pick, right? Cam Robinson? Or am I getting that wrong? Am I thinking of second someone else? Round. I thought it was a second round pick. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, in other words, yeah, it, they, they're depleted around him right now, and he's obviously. Obviously, picking up the slack and playing through it, which makes me think that the one seed is still a possibility, mm-hmm. right? If he's not going to miss games, even if he's less than what he normally is, the one seed becomes still a possibility for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mike in Arizona, listening on ninety-eight point seven in Arizona. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? I have two things to say. Chris, thank you for beating the Patriots that year in the Super Bowl. I want a boatload of money. Hey, so are you going hey. are you, are you to give him a cut then? I should, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Number two, I am a huge, huge Raiders fan. I love AP. I hope he's our coach next year. My question is to you guys, do you think they go after Kirk Cousins or do you think they go after a quarterback in the draft? And thanks for taking my call, guys. That's an interesting one because when we were going through the top seven teams in the draft and could they go for quarterbacks, the Raiders right now are at 11. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tankathon, a great draft website, has them taking the best name in the draft, which is Cool Aid uh, McKinstry. Kool Aid McKinstry from Alabama, if I'm saying his name right. His last name right. His name's Kool Aid. Yeah, a cornerback from Alabama. Now, Kool Aid in Vegas, put something else in there probably, and then maybe it really oh, is wow. Vegas. Oh, but wow. But anyway. Uh, I did not see that coming. I, I don't know. Do you think they have two white cups and they got that drink? It could be purple, it could be pink. Where do the Raiders go? Wow. You put Kirk um, Cousins on the Raiders with that, with those weapons. That's pretty damn good. No, it would be really, really good. I think a lot of it depends on what happens the rest of the way with AOC. I think that's somebody that they actually like and they want to see more of. So we'll see how that continues to progress. I don't think it's off the board, but it depends on who's available at that spot. I think the Raiders are in a position because they're resetting with a new head coach where they can take best available. They don't they don't have to take a quarterback. And they have Aiden O'Connell, who's not necessarily great, but I guess competent right now. And they still have Jimmy G under contract, which I don't think that they want to have Jimmy G under contract. Oh, but they can cut him after this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David in Dallas watching on ESPN2. What's up, David? Hey, guys. You know, there's, there's certain levels of fans that I think resent these kids in college for having op- career options. It just doesn't make sense to me that you would fault somebody for not playing in a game that means nothing when they've got a quarter billion dollars in front of them. Mm-hmm. You, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. When we have people saying, oh, Caleb, well, thanks for the call, I should play in a bowl game, I would bet any amount of money Lincoln Riley is head coach times two now, Oklahoma and USC, sat down with him. They had a conversation about what's next, and Lincoln Riley probably even said to him, listen, even if you're coming back next year, you can't play in this game. I need you healthy to prepare for next season if you're coming back versus, God forbid, getting hurt in a game that doesn't matter to us because if you are coming back next year – you need to make as much money in NIL. You need to win the Heisman again, and we, we need to win a national championship. But that's the thing about Caleb Williams, though. I mean, what more do you need to see from Nothing. him in the Holiday Bowl? He's given you three seasons across two different programs where he's played in double-digit games. What more do you need from him? The guy has thrown for over 70 touchdowns over the last two years. What more do you need to see from Caleb Williams? I don't need to see him in the Holiday Bowl to know that he's the best player in college football. <laughs> no. No, the DirecTV Holiday Bowl is not somewhere that we need to see him. We need to see him number one overall in the NFL draft. I think demanding to go to the Bears with Marvin Harrison Jr. That's the demand that he should make. We're on Sportsmanlike. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.